0: Welcome back to Apartmentalize 2022, the live streaming podcast of the Apartment Academy. I managed to grab Ken Mirai, who I met last year, uh, who uh, is the founder and CEO of Fasilgo. And uh, I thought we'd talk to Ken a little bit about uh, what they're up to, especially in the single family market, doing, they're doing some interesting things. So Ken, real briefly, tell us a little bit about the company, what you guys what you guys do.
1: Sure, yeah, thank you, and thank you for letting us be here. This is such a great event. Um, So Facilgo is a maintenance and renovation platform. We do a lot of work with single-family homes around maintenance. Um, The big thing about maintenance is um, it's really a process that involves a lot of different components. I think people generally think about inspections and work orders and procurement and fixed asset management inventory management all these different things as separate functions but really when you think about them they're all a part of a process yeah and unless the entire system helps you through an, a, a full process it really doesn't help you because you're going between systems you're not sharing information you're not collaborating with your residents and suppliers it's a lot more work and you don't get the efficiencies or the compliance that you really need. The same is true with the renovation uh, process. And with renovations, not only do you have the project that you have to execute, but you have to think about the financials as well. So what we've done is we've really built, we've been um, very thoughtful about how how the entire process runs to make sure everything stitches together and you can leverage what you've done in the past to what you do next.
0: Now, we, we often, maybe this is my own bias, because I've been in multifamily most of my career, but we often don't think of single-family home operators as having the same level of sophistication as multifamily operators. So tell us, how does all of that translate into the single-family home world? Who's interested in that? Who are your early adopters? or sure. How are you helping?
1: Yeah, so it's really interesting um, how single-family looks at maintenance versus multifamily. With single-family, you know the the difference is a lot of the portfolios have these scattered homes. They're all over, all over the metropolitan area, and if you can't really efficiently figure out how to service them uh, to make sure there's not repeat visits that uh, you're choosing your skilled people for the right job and minimizing the amount of driving that you're doing, you won't be able to make any kind of profit on them because sometimes it's an hour drive between homes. Yeah. So unless you have the ability to figure out who to who to staff to a certain job and um, whether it's an internal technician or external staff, um, you're not going to be able to run the uh, the property, well, the portfolio efficiently. So it is really important to have the technology to be able to help you through that process. Otherwise, it's going to be very, very difficult. And you know, we've heard, um, you know, some of our customers uh, before they started using our software, their maintenance managers were spending 70% 70% of their time scheduling. And how can you really run a portfolio efficiently if wow. all you're doing is wow. shuffling the cards? So um, what we've done is we've dramatically changed that. So, um, and, and the other thing that, that the single family operators um, realize is that their, uh, their uh, customer experience is all about maintenance. Maintenance is where the residents touch the company. And so if they want to have a good experience and um, have a good renewal rate, they need to make sure that that maintenance process is stellar.
0: So in that, I heard a little about workforce management. I heard scheduling the right people with the right skills at the right time. How do you guys facilitate that piece? Um, So we have a lot of tools to
1: be able to help people visualize what they need to do. And then also we have a lot of optimization technology to be able to put the right jobs to the right people. Um, the other thing that we do is we allow a lot of self-scheduling by residents. So you know, a, a large part of the um, of the maintenance manager's job is now taken away if you can do self-scheduling. Yeah. Um, in a way that is accurate and is going to make everybody happy, then um, then you've really got a winning solution. So that, that's really the two areas that we've, we've we've really concentrated on.
0: Yeah, that would be. Um, I think that would be a lot harder in single family than multifamily, where you where you tend to have like a department community has its own website. You've got a portal there. How do you facilitate residents self-selecting a time for maintenance? Do they going are they going to your website? Do you creating some other Portal for them. Yeah, it's a
1: combination of you know. I, I think in the um, with multifamily, a lot of the resident portals don't. You know, there's there's some level of scheduling. There's some level of matching, but it's not to the same level of uh, working through scheduling over a geographic area over a team that. Oversees a large geographic area, and I think that's one of the things that um, multifamily can really learn from. Is you know we're all running into staffing issues right now. Right. Um, nobody's available. The turnover is extremely high. So how do you how do you deal with that? Well, one way is you outsource everything. The other way is you lower your level of service. I mean, those are two terrible answers. But the third answer really is to use your existing staff in a much more efficient manner. And that's that's what we do. We help people use their staff, you know, across um, across properties because if you think about single family, we we're, we're utilizing staff across multiple properties yes. across a wide geographic area. And the same can be done for multifamily.
0: So single family really is leading the charge in centralized maintenance.
1: I believe so cuz I think the challenges are greater, and um, they spend more on maintenance than multifamily does. And uh, on a order, per unit basis. On a per unit basis. Uh-huh. Oh, not why is only, that, Ken? Well, um, uh, there's, I, I think a lot of the scattered, uh, uh, scattered single family require a lot of more repair.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, you know, th- there's just more things that can go wrong in the um in a single family home and there's not as much standardization as you have in multifamily. I think it'll be different um with the BTR communities, you know, since there are new BTR meaning uh, build build to rent or yes. build for rent. Yeah. So um essentially what you know people call them is horizontal multifamily. It's just a multifamily building spread over a larger geographic area. And so for that people get their yard, they 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 don't have shared walls. Um, it's something that you know, and investors are very comfortable with it because they can see the comparable of a multifamily property and say, "Hey, that looks very familiar," and they can also service it in a
0: very similar manner. So, uh, so we touched on the workforce management piece. I also heard you mention there was an asset tracking piece. Uh, how is that important to single-family operators?
1: Well, you know, I think um, with every single uh, uh, property owner. Um, tracking assets is very important because um, you don't know if they're under warranty and you're trying to replace them if somebody's damaged them and there's still useful life left um, how do you track and how do you charge back to the resident when something happens or um, how do you track if something is not there that should be there yeah (laughs) so that's the age-old problem (laughs) so you know with single-family homes it's uh, easier to um, uh, to have those things wander off? than it probably is in multifamily.
0: Yeah, it's 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 unusual for a multifamily resident to leave with a boiler system in their,
1: in <laughs> <Yeah>. their truck. <laughs> I'd love to see that though.
0: <laughs> um, are you, Ken? Are, are you able to talk a little bit about generally kind of the investment market for single family? I mean, you're you're obviously working with operators. Are you seeing this as a growing part of the market?
1: Yeah, I think we've all seen that um, during the last several years there's really been an underinvestment in how the housing stock in general. So there's a big demand because we're just trying to catch up. Um, I think the scattered uh, scattered single-family portfolio, you know, individual
0: ho- home buying. Yeah, the horizontal um, multifamily that, you talked about.
1: No, the, the more the scattered, the ones that are existing home stocks oh, that I people see. are trying to buy up here and there. Um, a lot of those opportunities were great several years ago, but um, there's not as many of them available. So I think, uh, you know, we're seeing more um people buying portfolios portfolios combining a lot of built to rent um being uh a lot, a lot of people pursuing built to rent right now um so there are there are opportunities and people there certainly is a hunger for them um we just need more housing
0: yeah well yeah you solved that problem and you <laughs> you can make a lot of money yep yep absolutely uh um Tell me a little bit about the um, the advantages that you have uh, in the in the single family market uh, when it comes to pricing. Like there, uh, again, it might be my bias, but I think of single family offers as being pretty thin in terms of budget. Maybe that's maybe that's the wrong uh, maybe that's a misperception, but. What can a multi what can a single family operator really afford to pay for technology on a unit by unit basis?
1: I think um, well the analogy that I've heard from, uh, from people in the market is you know when they started creating these portfolios you know during the, the housing crisis um, the first thing they had to figure out is wow I bought I bought some houses that need some work. How do I renovate these And so they came up with a process for that. Then the next thing was, oh, my renter just moved out. I need to figure out how to turn this thing. So they figured out some simple processes for that. And then and in the meantime, they also figured out some simple processes for maintaining the properties. These were all, you know, okay, we're, we're, we're just gonna get it done. It may not be the most efficient way of getting these things done, but then they started to look at, okay, now how do we optimize? Yeah. And we're in this cycle right now of trying to figure out how to optimize all of these processes. And there is an appetite because I think um, technology probably for, uh, for single family homes is probably uh, provides more contribution to the bottom line than it does for multifamily i think they're more ah, sensitive right. on the cost side and so the benefit that technology can bring is even greater the value is a lot greater to these single-family home operators than than it is for multifamily.
0: do you think you'll see more of the um uh like you know the colony american homes model with the large you know funds buying up large or is, are we past that now and you're going to see just more sort of more i don't know call it organic growth in the market i think um
1: single family rentals are going to follow the same kind of path that multi-family has in terms of consolidation right now we have a very very fragmented market still um you know the amount of rental homes um versus multi-family i mean we're we're kind of neck and neck right now um the the, uh, the industry for SFR um, is pretty nascent, um, the players are all young, um, they aren't as large as they could be, um, and I think a lot of them have aspirations to be extremely large. And I think the market will allow for that, especially um, as they figure out some of these operational processes m- being more efficient. Um, that's going to be um, you know, a competitive advantage for them. And the ones that can operate really well are going to grow like crazy.
0: Yeah, and the ones that are operating well, are they using the major PMS systems that we know in the multifamily side? Or is there who's, who are you bumping up against in terms of what are they using for an accounting platform?
1: Yeah, so it's really interesting on the uh, single-family side where you see some dissatisfaction. So um they are trying to uh to use some of the things that are available with multifamily and try to fit them into single family. Um what we've really found is that they are two different beasts. Yeah. Um it is very, very different. And um uh so um there's there's a lot of appetite for being able to um Solve problems right now. Yeah, <laughs> which That's is a different great.
0: business. Ken. one? <laughs> it is one business at a time. Okay, <laughs> focus on one thing. Um, well, I want to let you get back to the show. I knew you had a, kind of a tight time frame, so I appreciate you get appreciate you getting here. Anything? Any thoughts you want to leave us with? And if you're a, if you're thinking about becoming an investor, what you should think about in terms of you know a technology platform to help you maximize your investment.
1: Yeah, I think. Um, uh, I can't remember. Years ago, uh, there was a uh, I was I was in this one. Um, uh, some real estate uh, economist was um, was talking, and his advice was borrow money uh, and create these portfolios. Borrow a billion or more, and so I think the time is now that this is a long-term play, especially for single-family that um, there's going to be opportunities in the next few years because if you look long term, the market is very, very healthy. There's opportunities for consolidation. And again, I think you can build economies of scale if you are a very efficient operator. I think whoever figures out the operational efficiencies is going to be able to create a very massive portfolio and do quite well.
0: All right, and you have a booth here.
1: We do. We're at uh, booth six hundred six. All
0: right. So if you want to learn more about what Ken's company does, booth six hundred six. Ken, thanks for jumping in. I hope you have a great show.
1: You too. Good thanks seeing so you again. much for
0: yeah. Thanks. Thanks so much for having You're me. You're welcome. All right. We'll we'll come back up next with Amy Weisberg coming on shortly.